I'm Delene Allen, the networking queen. I love to connect people. There is nothing more wonderful than the human connection. The connection that can lead to incredible things, to love, to business, to make our lives just so much richer, meeting and connecting on a deeper level than, hi, here's my business card but making those human connections that can take you to magical places. Stay tuned for network equals net worth. I want to hear your stories. I want to share your stories. Good morning, Delene Allen. Network equals net worth. Everybody's got a story to tell, and I cannot wait to introduce you to Kate Sullivan. She is the owner and CEO of Virtually Connected Solutions, an online business management and virtual assistant agency. Virtually Connected Solutions strategically partners with online and brick and mortar business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives to help manage their back-end administration and day-to-day -day operations remotely so they can focus on what really matters freeing up their time to grow their businesses, resulting in greater profitability and a more balanced lifestyle. Some of the services include operations management, project management, human resources, boards and governance, virtual assistance. Kate offers over 25 years experience working in corporate C-suite positions as board coordinator, corporate secretary in both private industry and all three levels of government, municipal, provincial, and federal. She has been an active volunteer and community leader for the last 25 years. So we were lucky enough that you worked in government, but you saw a need, Kate, didn't you? So welcome today. And tell us some of the things that form Kate Sullivan's amazing outlook on life. Good morning, Daylene. Thanks for having me. I'm really glad to be here. Uh, my goodness, I've been mostly in the governance industries for the past, I'd say 30 years. I know, I think I put in my bio, it was 25 plus, but I was thinking yesterday, gee, it's, I think it was more like 30, not that I want to age myself. But so uh, for those years, I worked for all three levels of government in a governance capacity with C-suite executives, as you mentioned, um, with the city of Halifax. The province I worked with the bridge commission for 15 years and most recently with the halifax port authority so when the opportunity came around and covid hit and i thought and i'm an introvert at heart i'll be honest with you i'm an introvert at heart i'm an extroverted introvert um but i like working from home i like the idea like so many of us have, have become so comfortable with that prospect um and it was just an opportunity to kind of find something that suited my personality and profile and my skills. And uh, hence, Virtually Connected Solutions was born. And I've never looked back. Excellent. And, yeah. But you, you were meant to be in the organizing business because you have a pretty amazing mom and dad that I'd love to hear about because they had a big influence on who you are today, didn't they? They really did. And, uh, you know, it... it stems from an interesting story of I come from a broken family when my father left when I was four and my mother raised four kids on her own so those two people went their own separate ways but boy did I ever learn a lot from each one of them individually so my mother as, she, as I mentioned raised four kids on her own and uh, I still remember I, I couldn't have been any more than 11 or 12 sitting down at the kitchen table and she would get out her pen and paper and she would say this is what we need to budget for this month this, 
always make sure you have enough money to pay for your rent. You have to have food on the table and you know, your basics, just as long as your basics are met, you, you really don't need much else. I never forgot that lesson and the building the budget lesson, you know, that was, that was a, a key, a key um, lesson right there. And then my father went on to build his own very successful electrical company, Davron Electrical Supplies, and both of them are now passed on, God bless them. Uh, but he ran a multi-million dollar company, very successful, and he always had, um, he was very diligent and dedicated and committed to his clients and uh, was a well-known staple over in Dartmouth on Wise Road there for many years. And he imparted many good lessons to me, the importance of hard work and uh, sticking with something to make, you know, it will eventually happen for you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 But how fortunate to have someone, your mom, actually teach you about finance. Oh, my God, what a lesson. And so did that help you decide to initially to perhaps get a job where there was a pension and things like that because you were at least aware of? You know, it's interesting. Um, I always wanted to go to university. Um, when I was a kid, uh, I, I love studying. I, I always graduated with honors and I just have to be very fortunate that way. I think it's because I grew up with three brothers and sisters, you know, did a lot of math on the, on the bedroom walls, um, which, <laughs> uh, so when I, when I got, um, you know, a little bit older and my mother started teaching me those basic budgeting things, it was her who suggested, you know, Kate, we're probably not going to be able to afford to send you to university. Um, want to get into a business program through your high school. And it was one of the very first co-op education opportunities actually offered in the province at that time. That was way back in 1983. And I decided to take it. And I went on a two-week work term with a company, New York Life Insurance. And they ended up offering me a job. I didn't even actually graduate yet. And they said, well, you've got a job here if you want it. So that was actually the foundation of my financial, um, let's say acuity, if you will. Um, and I learned very early on the importance of saving money and getting into pensions and having, you know, pro proper, um, a proper plan. And I took all the core, I was only 19. And uh, that kind of stuck with me. I was in the insurance industry actually for, for about 20 plus years. And um, th those lessons coupled with the skills I learned in high school even um, were the foundation for my interest and I've always found that a fascinating service industry is I quite find quite fascinating so um, and it just worked for me and then it just was a natural progression to move into pensions and uh, which I loved and uh, yeah that, that's kind of where where it happened excellent but you also another part of, of uh, your resume volunteering so where did that come from that was likely a lesson learned from someone else I, I I really I struggled to know that as well I know my father volunteered for uh, many many organizations and that perhaps I picked that up from him and in my early days I'd say when I was 20 my early 20s I started volunteering because at that time, I mean, we're talking 30 plus years ago, and again, I am aging myself. Um, environmental concerns were just new on the forefront back then. And I kind of wanted to be on the bandwagon. I wanted to have an understanding and appreciation and raise awareness around that. So I started early, early on with Clean Nova Scotia. I think that's, I think that's still their name now. 
And I, again, you get so much more out of it, Daylene, than you put into it. I mean, the connections, um, the opportunities that come about through volunteering is just, it's amazing. And that's always been my experience with volunteering throughout the year. So I've made an, a concerted effort, even though, you know, we get busy in life and, and uh, you don't have a lot of time, just even a couple of hours a month, just to, you know, just to stay connected to your community has been um, very rewarding for me. If you think about volunteers, boy, if, if everybody stopped volunteering tomorrow, the world would stop. But that was pretty amazing to be at that young an age and really wanting you know, to be interested. So do you think part of the reason that you've been so successful, and I know with your new venture, you're going to be even more successful, is there a certain curiosity of wanting to learn as well as meet new people? Oh, yes, that, that's, that's half of it, for sure, at least half, because you do learn so much by volunteering. And, you know, let's face it, you could go and sit at a really exciting job five days a week and be engaged in that. But until you start exploring that there is a bigger world out there, that there are other causes and issues that are near and dear to people's hearts and very, you know, social causes, whatever they may be, uh, that are important to have an understanding of and raise your awareness and hopefully, uh, you know, learn a little bit and spread the learning around. It's because it does, it does take a network for sure. It definitely does. Another addition to that is if you think of some of the relationships you've developed, because anybody who will take the time to volunteer, to me, cares about more than just themselves. So can you think to some wonderful relationships that if it hadn't been for volunteering, you never would have met them, but you get to be around like-minded people, which makes a difference, doesn't it? Oh, it really does. And I've always volunteered uh, because I was interested in what I was volunteering for. Um, you know, as I got older, I started to become a little bit more strategic in what I volunteered for because my time was a little bit more restricted. Um, but my gosh, I've met so many people. I've been involved a lot with the municipality on, um, board appointed positions. And so I got to meet a lot of movers and the shakers in the city, frankly, but they were doing fun things like Halifax Dartmouth Natal Day. And, uh, you know, I was on the library board when they were building the new downtown Halifax library. And I got to be involved in the architectural preparation and planning of all that. And the, so it's, 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 you just learn so much more when you put yourself out there. And none of them are paid positions, of course. Um, but look how much you learned. Oh, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's well, it's, it's an education. There you yeah. go. Yeah. I did go on to get my degree from St. Mary's later on. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's true what they say. Experience really is the best teacher. Oh, exactly. And again, on top of that, you met like-minded people and more connections. Mm-hmm. And um, when it, it's more than just, hi, how are you? Where we both work in the same business. Um, it's, it's when you have similar interests. I always say, you know, it's one thing to meet somebody. It's another thing to make a human connection, which to me just takes that relationship to a whole new level. And if you do need something and you happen to know somebody, great, but relationships first, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, funny you should say that because just this weekend, uh, if I may, um, I stepped up as chair of the Bedford Residents Association, for example and uh you know plug for them but um i used to be the chair of 
engage mainland north out in Clayton Park. And I stepped down from that role for different reasons. Um, but I had to connect with some of the people I met back then. I didn't have to, but I thought, well, they'd be great to have at our meetings. You know, somebody from the municipality, from, from the police department. I, I reconnected with somebody from the community health team. Um, I reached out to the um, library, the Bedford Library. And you want to talk about just a, a warm re-engagement with some of those people that I had connections with and are so eager to help. I mean, people are just so e helpful to step up to the plate and help you do something good and see for the community, of course. Um, and it's just, it's been very rewarding and that's all volunteer. And I just thought, wow, that's what it's all about. I could sit it. at my job. I mean, I could sit at my job five days a week and not get, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't happen either, but you know what I mean? It's just the engagement, yeah. the support. Well, you just recently moved to Bedford and yes. right off the bat, you've got a walking group growing, tell us, and, and now you're president of that association. I want to hear more. Yeah. So yes, I opened, I started a new walking group because I had some hip problems a few years ago and the walking group is through Hike Nova Scotia and it's a low mobility group. And I thought, you know, perfect. Why not try to encourage myself to get out get some exercise for my bad hip and meet some other friends in my new neighborhood. Like, you know, um, like you say, like-minded friends, right? Just simple, nothing, you know, too, too high paced. And so that's been going now for about eight weeks and we'll probably have to close it down for the, for the winter, unfortunately, but we'll be back up again in the spring and lots of connections there. Some people even, we had common backgrounds. Oh, do you know this person? Do you know that person? And just, you know, you reconnect. Um, and Bedford Residents Association, uh, there was an ad out there one day saying, anybody want to step up as chair? And I thought, hmm, well, I've done that before through uh, with Clayton Park. Uh, I think that sounds like a great way to connect with my new community. I kind of do like getting up there and getting in with the community because that's what it's all about. It's, you know, you got to take the time to step up to the plate, I guess. And uh, I was lucky enough to get uh, nominated to to step up to the share role and so it's really only new but we've got a lot of fun things in store <laughs> we're reaching out to a lot of people and uh you know we you know everybody's been kind of shut down because of covid and whatnot so um we're looking forward to getting re-engaged with our community members and uh, we have our agm coming up this week but lots of things going on there reconnecting Excellent. with people but you know, for the people listening to this, this does not happen if you sit at home. You can sit at home, but you at least need to reach out and make those connections. And if you don't do a little research, you never know. But let me tell you, that makes such a huge difference when a few, when a few people do step up. And there's a lot more need, especially with charities today after COVID, that they really need some extra support as well, because funding has just gone down the tubes for them, hasn't it? You could speak on that because oh. you also work with Habitat for Humanity. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yes, Habitat is one of my clients, I'm proud to say. And uh, I mean, homelessness is one of the largest issues in Canada, certainly the less than 1% uh, vacancy rate. And we know only too well the struggles that uh, so many people are coping with and dealing with in our communities. Um, so it's rewarding to work with such a wonderful organization to work towards reducing those barriers and challenges that people face every day, every day on so many, so many walks of life, exactly. all kinds.
After so many long months, the light at the end of the COVID tunnel is getting much brighter and we can now control our own lives once again. People are happy and a positive change can be seen on their faces. We'll also begin to see some new businesses open up and hopefully some of you may benefit from this. When people get excited about opening their new business, who really wants to think about a commercial lease? In fact, the lease may not be given the due diligence that it should receive. That's where Alan Pink of Pink Lease Consulting comes in. Here are a few points to keep in mind. A commercial lease consultant like Alan works only for the tenant. He'll carefully review and negotiate all aspects of your commercial lease. After the business is open, he's available for any questions related to your lease free of charge. A lease is for a long time, so it must be done correctly from the beginning. If you or someone you know might be thinking of opening a new business, relocating, or expanding, please speak to Alan Pank. He guarantees that they'll be pleased with his service. Okay, welcome back. So Kate, you worked for the government, COVID happened, and one day somebody said, you're out of a job? No, tell us that story. <laughs> yeah, so COVID hit, and um, boy, I didn't, you know, I, I wasn't sure what I was going to do, but I, I, there was a peaceful calm about it. It just felt like I was being guided, to be honest, um, and I just went with the flow and researched this, being a virtual assistant, and discovered that. Within uh, three months, I joined, um, I was able to connect with the SEED program, Center for Entrepreneurial education and development and uh, they took me on and that was really a really good foundation for you know even though I had been in business for 30 plus years certainly not from a business owner or entrepreneur perspective and so that was a foundation for um, building my business and within the first three months in business I had I think three clients all by referrals um, all by word of mouth and it just it's been flying ever since then um, I quickly became certified as a virtual, internationally certified as a virtual assistant. And because I'm one of those people, I, I like getting the credentials to support <laughs> my background, even though, you know, I have a degree from St. Mary's. Um, and, but you learn so much when you take, you know, you think you know it all until you do take a course. And then you say, oh, there are a lot of gaps missing there. Well, I know um, that, sorry, when, when I see new business owners, to me, what you teach a person, um, they really should have a virtual assistant, not just a virtual assistant, but somebody with your expertise that can show somebody how to set up, get organized, how to really get those thoughts working in the right direction instead of being all over the map, that having some guidance from somebody like you. But then again, with credentials and always wanting to learn, I love lifelong learners like you, Kate. Tell us about the online business management. I think that is really amazing. Yeah, so I was very interested and attracted to the, the idea of becoming an online business manager. And so uh, once I was in business as a virtual assistant for about six months, and again, I scaled pretty fast, I knew, um, I knew that my, my skills were really more in strategic planning and helping C-suite executives and other business owners get their systems and processes off the ground and kind of help them with the back end. I spoke with so many business owners over <clears throat> that period that admitted really just struggling that their back end was a mess. 
um, I became internationally certified. Actually, I'm waiting for my results this week, but I studied for the international <laughs> certification program. And I do, oh, I'm pretty sure I'll get it. Um, but lots of people operate as an OBM at, from the strategic level. So um, operations management, I can pretty much come into your business and function as an operations manager and just, it's just hands off the wheel. You let me take over and let me do the driving and you can take, take your time to go out, nurture those relationships and communications, do podcast interviews, get out there and, uh, you know, get active with your people and find your clients. Um, but that's the beauty of hiring an online business manager. So the difference between an online business manager is I'm high level strategic. I can go in, for example, I have a client right now, very high level client, um, very experienced client. And within, I'd say the first week, um, I was able to add value to her bottom line. She realized quickly, yes, yes, I do need to get those systems in order. And yes, I do need a social media content calendar. And yes, I do need to organize my Google Drive. And wow, like this is great. And now all of a sudden she's just gone <laughs> hog wild, <laughs> getting everything. She's all motivated. And, and that's what I hope to bring to the table as an online business manager. And that's the services I offer along with my virtual assistant in this business. Exactly. So really, um, and because you have people on your team, then you're able to also subcontract, but you're still, I always say like the tip of the umbrella, you take care of all those avenues. So instead of somebody who's always working in their business, they actually have the opportunity to sit back, kind of evaluate with your support and go, wow. So really you, you cause less stress and get more things done, don't they? Your clients. Absolutely right. Um, an online business manager, if you bring one on, for example, you don't really need to sit there and constantly tell them what to do. They'll be able to tell you what you need to do. Um, so you don't have to kind of supervise somebody every day and worry about, well, what am I supposed to do here? Now, with any, any new client, of course, you're going to have a little bit of an intro. So we like to call it a dating session. Um, but I myself brought on a virtual assistant, and I think that's one of the biggest tips I can give a business owner out there is to hire early. Um, you know, you might want to just start with a virtual assistant, depending on what level you're at in your business, but definitely hire early and help them get take time off your plate so you can focus again on the big things. And if you're at a stage in your business where you need an online business manager to kind of, you know, maybe you've got other staff, they can help manage your staff, they can help develop SOPs. And so on. But it's, it, even for me, it's been such a big help to bring on uh, two new associates with my company to help with some of my own work and my client facing work as well. Wow. I recommend that. Exactly. Well, and there's no end to what we can do. So if you're a business there today and you're wondering, number one, you're going to, you've got an idea and you want to get started. Somebody like Kate as a virtual assistant can kind of get those ideas into, how would you describe that? Get them so there's a plan. Right. That's exactly right, Aileen. A plan and consistently review your plan. You know, the old adage, plan your work, work your plan. And uh, that, that's never failed me yet. Yeah. And some people, same thing all over the map, only worried about today. And you've got to have long-term planning skills. And those are the sort of things as well. This is what we're going to do today, this week, next month, and so on. So you give people... Um, uh, well, you really like a roadmap, aren't you? 
Exactly. Well, sometimes people, to your point again, have their are so mired in what they need to do that gets confusing, and just having a little bit of an objective viewpoint helps walk you through those steps that you need to create a clear plan, you know, and clear the way for the future. And that's what I'd like. I'm doing right now with a lot of my clients, for example, is it's January come January 2022 coming up. Um, we're almost in December. And now's the time to plan for 2022, my friends. Yeah. Um, get your plans in order and work your plans. And uh, by the way, working a business plan is actually easier than working, working a workout plan sometimes, you know, you don't yeah. start and then fail. You got to keep going at it and chipping away at the block. And uh, eventually you'll, you know, eventually it'll clear and you'll see the bigger picture. Exactly. And so if somebody wants help with their calendar, um, virtual assistants, like if you made a laundry list of everything a virtual assistant could do for somebody, I'd love to hear that. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, a virtual assistant. And uh, again, we do. I do have people on my staff who can help with virtual assistant um, duties and tasks. But a virtual assistant it is essentially uh, an administrative assistant or an executive assistant, depending on what level of service you need. So they can do everything from really answering phones to um, booking meetings, setting up Zoom calls, um, filing filing all, all of your online documents on Google Drive or whatever drive it is on your uh, cloud drive, I guess. And everything an administrative assistant would do in a regular office, a virtual assistant can do virtually and remotely yeah it's the, the only thing she can't do is greet your visitors when they go in the door but these days um you know so many businesses are online and those who aren't um are seriously considering moving moving to the virtual yeah. environment because because that's just the way of the world and the virtual assistant industry and online business managers uh, industries have just exponentially grown throughout COVID. And, and that's why it was a very interesting business for me to get into because there is a real need out there for those services. And, uh, and we can certainly help you with that and deliver on that. And uh, you'll find value add in, in that as well. Well, and, and Kate's contact information will be on this uh, after um, this gets posted on um, social media platforms so that you can reach out to her. And so they can have a consultation with you, Kate, talk about their business and, and see how you can personalize yeah. for them. Absolutely. We offer a free 30-minute consult. Happy to chat with you anytime, both virtual assistant or online business needs and how we can help you get your back end in order. Excellent. So if there were any last minute things that you wanted to share with people, um, let's say again about connections, because really when I think about you really have maximized meeting people, which is what this is all about through work, through your volunteering, through leisure activities like walking, but any last minute things you'd like to share? Well, I'm grateful for the opportunity that I met you, Daylene. <laughs> if it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't be here either. So I uh, appreciate that. Um, no last words of wisdom. Um, just, you know, hire early, I guess, is the best thing. And uh, thank you for the opportunity to chat with you today. I really appreciate it. So network equals net worth. Everybody's got a story, and I'd love to hear yours. Daleen Allen, have a great day. 
Thanks so much for listening. What you like best about today's conversations and the connections that lead to miraculous outcomes. Leave a review. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to share your story too. So why not touch base with Delene Allen on Instagram and we'll keep the conversations going.